Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP, we got you covered all year long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. It is Thursday, October 20th. I'm your host, John June, and of course, this guy on my left, Greg Penniman. Greg, how we living? How we feeling? How we doing today, bro? Feeling good. Uh, you know, getting uh, into this actually, it was halftime just ended for that Thursday night game. I was just saying happy Taysom Hill scores for those uh, people that, you know, we like we like to see that for the cheat code that is Taysom Hill uh, first position. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, going well. Getting ready for week seven. Yeah, week seven. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, the we are so close to him breaking fantasy football though, because they did say on the broadcast that he is the backup quarterback for Andy Dalton today. Um, wow. Jameis Winston obviously returned from the back injury, not fully, I guess, you know, didn't have enough practice time just coming off the injury report. So they said if anything were in an emergency situation, I mean, Jameis Winston would be available only in an emergency situation. But Taysom Hill is effectively the backup quarterback tonight. So, Dalton's uh, one pick away from Taysom Hill just coming into the game. I feel like <laughs> uh, another pick away because I kind of rogue rogue started Andy Dalton in the Superflex League right before the game. <laughs> uh, got Josh Allen in on um, by. I didn't really want to start Zach Wilson against Denver, especially if he doesn't have Elijah Moore, which is a whole other topic that I could have a whole other podcast about, but. Not going to subject people here to that to this evening. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where we're at. So I don't want Andy Dalton to get benched. I, I, I would rather him just stay in the game and keep trying to score. It looked good for a minute. I, I thought I, I looked like a genius that first touchdown pass. I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. Andy Dalton. Anyway, enough about that game. We will, I'm sure we'll talk about it again tomorrow um, on Saturday when we break down. The oh, sorry, tomorrow's Friday, but on Saturday, when we break down the 4 p.m. games along with give out starts of the week. But today, we're here to break down the seven 1 p.m. games that we have. And uh, without further ado, let's just jump right into it, Greg. And the one in four Detroit Lions travel to Dallas to take on a four and two Dallas Cowboys. This game has a 48 and a half point total, where the Dallas Cowboys are seven point favorites on the road. No other concerns in this game in terms of. Uh, injuries. Dallas is okay. They're actually getting healthier, getting quarterback Dow, uh, Dak Prescott back. Um, for Detroit, Josh Reynolds, the wide receiver, he was a DMP with a knee. The wide receiver, DJ Shark, he was a DMP with an ankle. And then uh, running back, DeAndre Swift, he was limited in practice with an ankle and a shoulder, said he is pushing to play on Sunday, so it seems like he's on track. And then the Detroit Lions have a bunch of other guys questionable. In this game here, I will take the under. I'm going to take Dallas to cover. going to take Dallas to win. Uh, C.D. Lamb, wide receiver one, um, you know, has had more 100-yard receiving games with with um, Cooper Rush, Rush yeah, than he's crazy. had with, with Dak Prescott. Crazy. But uh, I still think that this offense runs through him. He's got an absurd target share, so continue to roll him out there. Dak Prescott. You know, I think he's a QB one um, in this in this matchup here against Detroit, and then Zeke is an RB two with Pollard being an RB two, potentially RB three 
option. Michael Gallup does have some high, high, uh, high upside in terms of a flex play, especially with the bye weeks uh, and the matchup being so good. And then on the Detroit side, Swift, he's an RB1. Monroe St. Brown, he's a wide receiver one. Josh Reynolds, a wide receiver two. And then I guess you could play TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the lines to cover, but I'm going to take Dallas to win. Um, on Detroit side, do, you know, Jared Goff, I think is more of a super flex conversation. Um, uh, he could possibly not have a, a very good day only because, you know, this D-line is, again, one probably the best in, in football and they're going to get to him probably get a lot of a lot of you know create maybe create some turnovers. Uh so I would temper expectations for Jared Goff a little bit. Um DeAndre Swift, if he's back, you're starting him, of course, as a, a RB1. Jamal Williams, I think, has some RB3 value, uh flex value. Uh Mara St. Brown, wide receiver one. Josh Reynolds didn't practice today again. I mean, coming up a bye week, definitely not a, a good sign. So I'm hoping he plays. He he did play the week before though, which is the weird part, right? Like he played the week yeah, before that's weird. dealing yeah, with the ankle, deal. and then you come back from a bye, and then you're not practicing. Never a good look yeah. when that happens. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But if he's able to go, definitely some flex value, uh, low wide and wide receiver two uh, value. I think, um, especially because you no know, DJ Shark is not out. It's just him and Amal Rob that when T.J. Hawkinson, uh, tight end one, you're playing him. On the Dallas side, Zeke has been, you know, pretty solid as a, a solid RB2. I mean, he had 6.2 uh, yards for carry last week. That's season high. He's ran really well. Um, even with, you know, mi- a mixing of volume, you know, he's got uh, sometimes he gets 20 carries a week. Sometimes he gets, you know, maybe in the teens. But he's been doing a lot with his opportunity. So you're playing him. Um, CD Lamb, wide receiver one. Uh, yeah, you're, you're playing those guys. I think Michael Gallup, Detroit's Lions defense is really bad. So think a lot of other people are going to be involved. I think Michael Gallup has the, has the week here. Yeah. Gallup definitely has upside. Um, moving on to the next game here. We got the three, two and one Indianapolis Colts traveling to Tennessee to take on a three and two Tennessee Titans. This game has a 43 and a half point total where the Indianapolis Colts are two and a half point road favorites here in terms of whether we're okay in terms of injuries for Indianapolis linebacker Shaq Leonard, He's limited with a concussion after being out the last two games. Naheem Hines, the running back, is full participant in practice after dealing with a concussion. JT, Jonathan Taylor, after sitting out last week with a high ankle sprain, was a full participant in practice. Quiddy Pay, the defensive lineman for the Indianapolis Colts, he's been dealing with a high ankle sprain. He is questionable. And then on the Tennessee side, linebacker Zach Cunningham, he's questionable with an elbow injury. Greg, where do you lean on this game here? I think I'm going to take the under, uh, just the AFC South game. I mean, the last one, you know, that did open up a little bit. But I'm going to take the Titans to cover and the Titans to win. Um, yeah, on the Tennessee Titans side, uh, Derrick Henry, you're starting him as an RB1. Um, I think Robert Woods is the only pass catcher I'm willing to play right now uh, as a, you know, in, in flex conversation. Um, but that's about it on, on the Titans side. It's really not a lot of. Uh, offense on, on that end besides the running game. Um, you know, still waiting for Traylon Brooks. Oh, no, Traylon Brooks has, you know, just been – yeah, it's over for him. So, yeah, on the coach yeah, side – I think he should be back in – I don't know when he'll be back, but he's on injury yeah. reserve with a foot injury. Yeah. On the coach side, it's good to see JT back if he's able to go. Uh, you know, you're hoping that he can bounce back because, you know, after week one, it had been a struggle for him uh, until, you know, you don't want to see that De- Deion Jackson action. So – Hopefully he can get back to, to 
number one pick overall value in this one. You're starting him. You're starting Michael Pittman Jr. as a wide receiver one. Uh, Alec Pierce, I think, is a, a low one wide receiver two category. Uh, and I think Matt Ryan has some streaming value in this one. Um, definitely had to make some moves to, yeah, start Matt Ryan a couple of weeks. So, yeah, I think I'm with it. Yeah, I uh, I'm, I lean the over here, but I do take Tennessee to cover, Tennessee to win. JT, I think he, you know, if he can go, he, I'm expecting him to go, but I think he's an RB2 this week. Michael Pittman Jr., wide receiver one option. Alec Pierce falls in and play as wide receiver two. I do agree Matt Ryan has some streaming value here. The Tennessee Titans pass defense has has been very beatable. Uh, and so I, I think that allows, you know, some – some streaming value here for Matt Ryan. And then on Tennessee side, I agree. It's really Derrick Henry who, you know, is probably a top five play mm-hmm. uh, at the position this week. And Robert Woods maybe has some wide receiver three flex value. You know, his volume did go up prior to a disappointing game um, against the Washington Commanders in what was a good matchup. So, yeah, uh, you know, that volume hopefully – does stick while, but you know, keep in mind Indianapolis's past defense has been pretty good. Stefan Gilmore uh, has been locking people out on the outside. So, yeah. All right, let's move on to the next game. We got the five and one New York Giants. Greg's five and one New York Giants traveling to Jacksonville sure. to take on the two and four Jacksonville Jaguars. This game has a 42 and a half point total where. The Jacksonville Jaguars are three-point home favorites to disrespect. Anyway, uh, the weather is okay in this game. Uh, Jacksonville, in terms of injuries, Marvin Jones Jr. is limited, or he was limited with a hamstring in practice this week. Jamal Agnew was a DMP with a knee injury. They got a bunch of other guys questionable on defense. And then for the New York Giants, uh, running back Saquon Barkley, he's limited with a shoulder. Wide receiver Kenny Galladay was a DMP with a knee injury. And then Kadarius Tony, the, the wide receiver, who I have to mention him, but he is DMP with hamstring. I'm contractually obligated. I'm contractually obligated to <laughs> all of his injuries uh, that he's contractually obligated to have, right? Like Sterling Shepard, God rest your, your knee. I hope you heal. Uh, but he was contractually obligated. And now Kadarius Tony has then taken up the mantle mm-hmm. to be the wide receiver that is forever on the injury report. Yeah, I mean, this is just trade him, honestly. I mean, yeah, that we could we could have again another New York wide receiver who we could have plenty of conversations about. Anyway, I'm going to take the under here. I'm going to take the Giants to cover. I will take the Giants to win uh, on the Jacksonville side. Trevor Lawrence, he's a QB two. Travis Etienne, he's an RB two for me, and he's the guy that I would go with over James Robinson, who I have as an RB three. Evan Ingram is a top 10 tight end option for the New York Giants. Saquon Barkley is an RB1. Daniel Jones, because of his legs, will always have RB or QB1 upside. Wondell Robinson is a wide receiver two option, I think. I mean, the target should be there for him. And then Daniel Bellinger, tight end one option. You know it. <laughs> All right. I'm a, I, feel, I feel it. I feel this letdown game here coming, and I feel like this is the one. <laughs> I just either that I don't believe. Uh, I'm just like you know, being five. I'm not used to being five and one. That's just all. You know, this is weird. Like, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the under. I'm gonna take Jacksonville to cover. I'm gonna take Jacksonville to win. 
on the Jacksonville side, I'm with you, you know, ETN. Um, I think the running back to favor right now, is, uh, you know, in that flex conversation, RB2 conversation, Robinson, a uh, little, you know, category down kind of. Uh, Christian Kirk um, is, you know, been an up and down, you know, player. To find that, who that receiver is going to be on this team, we, we talked about is it's tough. Um, Christian Kirk is probably more in a wide receiver three conversation for me, and that's the probably the best option still on this Jaguars offense for wide receivers. Uh, Evan Ingram more willing to play uh, as a low end tight end one. Um, on the Giants side, Saquon Barkley always confident in him as a RB one play. Uh, Wanda Robinson, I won't give him wide receiver two bump yet, but I, I probably I, I can give give make some flex conversation with him right now. Uh, yeah, I, I probably need to see. It. Because I'm willing to play Daniel Bellinger, though, for sure. Yeah. I'm just saying, man, manufacture touches, first game. True. You got like a bunch of true. guys on by. <laughs> this is true. It's true. But I mean, I, I play, I play Taekwondo Thorin over Wando Robinson. I would play Wando Robinson. We could we could do a Wando Robinson Taekwondo Thornton bet. <laughs> We could. It's not because of Wanda. It's like the Giants offense is still all Saquon and maybe some Dane Bellinger. Sprinkle in some Dane Bellinger with some Saquon. Oh, I'm trying to see exactly where I have this week in PPR leagues. Uh, yeah, I got him in the top 20. I'm just saying. Oof. I don't know. We'll see. Oof. We'll see. Who a Giants wide receiver in the top twenty? Are you saying, yo? What does I that mean, happen? I need. I need to see. That's why Odell like when, last. What week. happens when they're not an undrafted free agent? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Sterling Shepard was balling. Darius Slayton was balling. Uh, those guys have draft capital. Richie James, draft capital. David Sills. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, are we done with this game, Greg? Yeah, for sure. Are we you picking against the Giants? Yeah, yeah. I just, okay. just feel I feel let down. I get it, man. I get it. I think we'll have a similar conversation. Not used to this. I think we'll have a similar conversation when we break down the four o'clock games. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the next game here. We've got the two and four Cleveland Browns traveling to Baltimore to take on the three and three Baltimore Ravens. This game is a 46 and a half point total where the Baltimore Ravens are six point six and a half point favorites at home against their division rivals. In terms of weather, this game has possible rain. Uh, in terms of injuries, wide receiver for Baltimore, Rashad Bateman, is returned to practice in a limited fashion this week with a foot injury. J.K. Dobbins has been a DMP all week after his knee tightened up on mm. Sunday. Not a good look. Um Mark Andrews is being a DMP all week with a knee injury. So that's definitely not a good look. And then for Cleveland, left tackle Jack Conklin is limited with a question, uh, limited with a, actually, I don't know what he's limited with, but he's questionable. Offensive guard Wyatt Tiller also uh, on the injury report. He's out with a calf injury. Offensive tackle Joe Haig is questionable. And then uh, Miles, Miles Garrett and, and Jadavian Clowney are both questionable in this matchup here. Greg, where are you at in this game here? I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take Baltimore to cover, Baltimore to win. Um, on the Ravens side, Lamar Jackson, QB1, starting him. Uh, the running game, I don't think I can really trust anyone right now besides Lamar Jackson. I mean, he's he's the quarterback, so 
and the main running back right now for them. Um, and as far as the pass catching, there's only one pass catcher I want, and that's Mark Andrews. Uh, that man is a bona fide stud, like, as far as receiving-wise. Everyone knows it's going to one person. He still finds his way to get it done. Uh, on the Brown side, Nick Chubb, RB1, Kareem Hunt, uh, RB2, uh, and Amari Cooper. Uh, you're playing him, I think, is the main pass catcher in this offense. It's pretty, pretty easy game. This, you know, these two teams don't waver from who's being fantasy relevant. Yeah, I'm going to take the under here. I'm going to take Cleveland to cover. I'm going to take Baltimore to win. Um, for the Baltimore side, Lamar is a QB one. If Andrews can go, he's obviously the usual suspect that you know is a top two option at the position. Um. If Bateman can go, which it seems like he's on track to potentially maybe go, I think he's a wide receiver for flex option. I think Devin Duvernay probably gets a bump if Mark Andrews can't go because there's no tight end that's gonna that the, the Ravens have on their roster that's gonna take you know all of Mark Andrews' opportunities. Right. Isaiah likely is not. I mean, he he's a good receiver, but I don't think he can handle the full Mark Andrews role. Probably do some of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh. I think Kenyon Drake in this running back economy is an RB3 option. It's not a nice RB3 option. It's not one that you feel comfortable about. But again, if you're hurting at the position, I know yeah, he's. I've got him as somebody I, I, I'm going to potentially pivot to if DeAndre Swift can't go. So. Uh, you know, I definitely, you know, if he's out there floating on waivers, just take a look. Plus, we don't know how long this Dobbins injury is either. So, um, yeah, that's uh, on the Cleveland side, Nick Chubb, RB1, RB2 option, Kareem Hunt, an RB3 option, Cooper, uh, Amari Cooper is a wide receiver three option this week. Baltimore's, you know, been better against the wide receivers. And then Jacoby Brissett, a quarterback two in some super flex leagues. That's it yeah, yeah. Oh, and then David Njoku. I didn't put him down, but uh, true, he, I true, think true. he's got to be in your lineup. The matchup is good. Um, the targets have been there. The the the, the yards have been there. Uh, so I think he's got to be somebody that you know has got to be in your match in your lineup as a uh, as a top five play at the position. Yeah, especially with tight ends. Yeah, I mean. Especially. Anyway, let's move on to the next game here. The three and three Atlanta Falcons traveling to Cincinnati to take on the three and three Cincinnati Bengals, where this game has a 47 and a half point total. And the Cincinnati Bengals, according to FanDuel Sportsbook, are six and a half point favorites. In terms of weather, we're okay. In terms of injuries, cornerback Casey Hayward for Atlanta was placed on injured reserve recently. And then for Cincinnati, Jamar Chase popped up with a hip injury. He's limited. In practice, Hayden Hurst is limited with a groin. Logan Wilson limited with a shoulder. That's the linebacker there for Cincinnati. And the best news on this injury report is the the person who's not on it, and that is T. Higgins, who's been battling an ankle, played last week, not on the injury report. So that's definitely fantastic news. And I will take the over here. I'll take Atlanta to cover. I'll take Cincinnati to win. For the Atlanta side, Marcus Mariota is a QB1 option. Uh, dare I say it, Kyle <laughs> Pitts, tight end one option this week. 
Uh, Drake London, the the volume or the target share has been there. The volume hasn't really been there because Atlanta wants to run the you-know-what out of the football. Uh, so Drake London, based on the volume, he'll see is probably a wide receiver three for me. Cincinnati, Joe Burrow is a quarterback one. Jamar Chase, a wide receiver one. T. Higgins, a wide receiver one. Uh, Joe Mixon, an RB1 option. And then Hayden Hurst is a tight end one option as well. Yeah, I'm going to go take the over. I'm going to take Cincinnati to cover, Cincinnati to win. Um, on Atlanta side, I do like Mariota. I, I do like, you know, uh, what he can do with his legs. We, you know, Bengals defense has you know, struggled a little bit too as well. Uh, so I think he's going to have some opportunities here uh, as a, a borderline QB1. Uh, Drake London, you're playing him. Uh, the main pass catcher in his offense, Kyle Pitts. I think he can build off that momentum from last week, get in that touchdown. Hopefully he can get more more targets this way. We like to see that target share go up. So I think he, you're playing him as a, a low-end tight end one. Um, on the Bengals side, Joe Burrow, QB1, Joe Mixon, RB1, both of his receivers, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Both wide receiver ones, yeah, and Hayden Hurst. Uh, yeah, this offense is explosive, uh, and he's a, also in the tight end one category. So yeah, yeah, it's a good uh, good game for for them. Good matchup. Atlanta Falcons definitely a bad defense. Yeah, we just need Arthur Smith to um to realize his team is probably going to be trailing against Joe Burrow. He's got to score some points. Yeah, let's not run the football that much. Um, you know, Drake London, Kyle Pitts combined for sixty one percent of the team targets the last three weeks. The problem is. Is that pie? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's big. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you would think it'd be at least a little less. Like your best running backs out, your best one of your best players, Cordell Patterson. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna run a little less. Like nope, they're like between our quarterback, our two backup running backs. We're gonna figure this out. We're gonna run the football. <laughs> I mean, look, until they stop winning, it's gonna continue to be the case. Yeah. Let's move on to the next game here. The three and three Green Bay Packers travel to Washington and take on the two and four Washington Commanders. This game has a 41 and a half point total where the Green Bay Packers, who were trying to prove that the Giants did not break them, are five and a half <laughs> point road favorites. There's possible rain in this game. In terms of injuries on the offensive line for Green Bay, Elton Jenkins, the tackle, is questionable. David Bakhtiari, the other tackle, is questionable. Sammy Watkins. He was um, designated to return from injured reserve with that hamstring injury, so practice in a limited fashion. Christian Watson, the wide receiver, was DMP with a hamstring injury. And then on the Washington side, wide receiver rookie Jahan Dotson left practice after aggravating the hamstring injury that kept him out the last two weeks. So that's just, you know, not great there. And then um, <clears throat> running back Jonathan Williams, he was a DMP with a knee injury. Tight end Logan Thomas, a DMP with a calf. And then tight end John Bates was a DMP with a hamstring. Greg, what do you got? I'm going to take the under, taking the commanders to cover. But I'm going to take the Packers to win somehow. Uh, I think just, you know, the commanders are also a bad team. I think, you know, Packers aren't. They're like. Uh, not a good team, but they're at least over being trash. So uh, I think they get this this win. Um, I think they were broken though the moment they traded Devontae. Man, I don't know what they thought was gonna happen. Like they don't have anyone to pass to. <laughs> like uh, it's crazy. So 
I'm taking Aaron Jones. I'm starting him uh, as a, a borderline RB1. Um, AJ Dillon, I think, has some some flex value in, in you know in this uh, you know with the bye weeks. Um, I can't really trust in the pass catchers right now though. Uh, so I think they do rely on the run game on the commander side. Um, Brian Robinson, he's you know I think he's just continue going to continue to to surge. I mean last week was probably the opportunity to buy. Maybe the price is still right, but yeah he he's he's about to take off. I think he is uh, has RB one upside. Uh, and as far as the receivers, uh, it's tough because you know, Curtis Samuel kind of dropped off in the last couple of weeks. Um, I think Terry McLaurin is probably the only one I can make the argument to play, but like he's even close to being a bench candidate at this point. Carson Wentz has that line has been bad. Carson Wentz hasn't been able to get opportunities. Well, Carson Wentz isn't yeah. playing. I forgot to mention we don't have Carson oh, yeah. Wentz in this game because he, oh, yeah, he yeah, has yeah. hand surgery, right. so we get Taylor Heineke. Yeah, Taylor Heineke. Yeah, I mean Taylor Heineke's not bad, so we know we can do. <laughs> we almost beat Tom Brady. This offense might be back, low key, <laughs> low key, <laughs> low key. <laughs> So uh, I think I'm willing to play Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin does have the tough matchup against Jair Alexander, um, who could probably potentially shadow him. He shadowed Garrett Wilson, so if he's going to spend his time chasing Garrett Wilson, I imagine yeah, he's going to yeah. spend his time chasing Terry McLaurin. But I will take the over. I will take Green Bay to cover. We'll take Green Bay to win. This has to be a get-right game for Green Bay. I mean, you're playing against Taylor Heineke, who – he was solid last year, but I think he got exposed as the year went on. Um, I mainly know that because I kept using him as a stream of the week and start mm-hmm. of the week, and it was not working out at points right, last right. year. Uh, but for Green Bay, Aaron Jones, an RB2 with RB1 upside here. I think Lazard and or Dobbs are both playable in this matchup. Washington's been terrible against the pass, and th- they have to get Dobbs more involved. I think <laughs> – you know, Dobbs had nine targets last week, and obviously, for obvious reasons, whatever, right? But the Jets are have two really good corners, um, so I, I'm willing to throw two two catches on nine targets out the window um, when he spent most of that time trying to get open against those two guys. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I think I'm willing to play Dobbs this week. On the Washington side, I, I need to see some more from Brian Robinson. The matchup is great. I will I will play him, but I like in, in in order for him to really take hold of that that role, because right now it's a thirty it's a three it's a three man backfield, right? Like all three of these guys played last week. It was Robinson's like first start, his first second game. NFL game, yeah, you know, second NFL game, right? Like, but he still hasn't had a target on the season, so mm. that like that kind of scares me. You know, is he just gonna be? the the you know the first and second down back and a short yardage goal line back on a on a team that we're not expecting to score a ton of touchdowns. I don't know, but uh it's just something I've been thinking about because I have them on one of my rosters and trying to figure out what to do with them. But uh I think this could be a McKissin a McKissick or Gibson game um depending on you know the game flow and and if if Aaron Rodgers and, and company can put up some points. Yeah, I think this game stays competitive because the Packers are just also not good. So to me, hey man, is it just that the Giants and the Jets were good, and the Patriots—they've been rolling through teams with Bailey. Like, we were making fun of Bailey Zappi, but they've been rolling through teams. True. So like, true, maybe the Packers are who we thought they were. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure D Hop might have gone over seventy. Okay, there we go. Still the third quarter. 
There we go. Wait for that, that touch, touchdown, right? Though. Yeah, just yeah, a touch. Touch. yeah, same. Need that Kamara oh, touch man. too. It's still not, yeah. not one touch this year. Yeah, what's up with that? Oh man, D hop balling. Anyway, before I get distracted, let me get to let's get to this last game so I could we could actually go enjoy Thursday night football instead of having to mm-hmm. hold in all these reactions as I'm watching and we're recording. Uh but the three and three Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel to Carolina to take on the one and five Carolina Panthers, where this game has a 40 and a half point total. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are 10 and a half point home or road favorites, rather. Weather is okay in this game in terms of injuries for Carolina. Baker Mayfield w- was limited in practice, will not play this week. It's already been announced that PJ Walker will start. Sam Darnold did return, uh, you know, to practice dealing with the high ankle sprain that he suffered, you know, in the preseason. And then Sorry, I'm just reacting to Keontae, Keontae Ingram out here um, put vulturing touchdowns from Kyler Murray and Eno Benjamin. So, um, Probably a guy we'll talk about tomorrow and a guy we'll talk about on Monday. So uh, anyway, the uh, Corey Littleton, the linebacker, he's limited with a groin. Frankie Louvu, the other linebacker, oh, he's down, is limited with a shoulder. And then LaVisca Chenault, the wide receiver, limited with a hamstring. Uh, C.J. Henderson, limited with a concussion. And then on the Tampa Bay side, Carlton Davis, DMP with a hip, Cam Brait, DMP with a neck, and then Julio Jones, remember that guy? Limited with a knee injury. Um, In terms of this matchup, I will take the under. I'll take Tampa Bay to cover. I'll take Tampa Bay to win. Uh, For Carolina, CMC, he's an RB1. Hear me out. Just hear me out. Right. I was about to be like, next? <laughs> we go on to the next <laughs> Hear me out. DJ Moore might actually be a decent play this week. Again, the bye weeks, that's like two receivers per team that we're losing potentially on some teams, right? Like Buffalo, you got Gabe Davis and Stefan Diggs. You don't have jo- uh, Justin Jefferson. You don't have Adam Thielen. You don't have Cooper Cup. You don't have Allen Robinson to even think about. I'm about to playing. be like, are you going to play Allen Robinson or uh, <laughs> can't even play? I oh, mean, so deep, with all these bye weeks here and no Robbie Anderson, right? Those targets have to go somewhere. I looked at, you know, the last week who benefited the most from Robbie Anderson getting kicked out of the game mid game. It was DJ like. I know he'll have to he get, might like, even get 30 plays off. Like they're going to be three now every time. Like there's no way that getting and moving the ball against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like Dang. DJ Moore <laughs> could walk out of this game with double digit targets and he could finish as a wide receiver three or better. There's just. I think, yeah, you're right. He can have that Sterling Shepard day, you know, that right. That, uh, five for five 60, for, five for 60, you know, fall in the end zone. But, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe no, I can't. I can't. I can't five, yeah. but it'll be five for sixty on like fourteen targets. Word, word. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I think those targets have to go to the most talented wide receiver on the team, and on the Tampa Bay side, I can't believe that I didn't. Uh, I was so I was so dumbfounded by me will, being willing to play. I was trying to prepare this pitch to you, Greg. For DJ Moore, uh, that I didn't write up the Tampa Bay side. Uh, Leonard Fournette, RB1 option for sure. Chris Godwin, you know, has definitely been getting healthier. I know you were you wrote him out there as a start of the week last week. I think he he definitely is a wide receiver 
two option this week. Uh, Tom Brady, not really willing to play him unless like the game is expected to shoot out or something like that. I mean, the, yeah, it's just been he's been underwhelming. The offense has yeah. obviously been underwhelming, but you know, not excited to play him to say the least. And then Mike Evans uh, obviously has that touchdown upside always. Uh, Rashad White continue to stash that man. And then Cade Otten, who Greg picked up in our league of extraordinary people, um, you know, Cam Brate potentially being out with, or, you know, obviously he, he was DMP all week with that serious neck injury, but him potentially being out Cam uh, Cade Otten steps in as a potential option at the tight end position in what is a terrible, terrible tight end position. It is. I'm going to take the under Tampa Bay to cover Tampa Bay to win uh, on Carolina side. I'm only with CMC and, and that's, that's really it. I mean, maybe the, the six for the 40 line, six for 40 line could happen, but that's, that's the most I give you. Uh, oh no, it was four for sixty. It was four for six. Four for sixty, yeah, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> On fourteen targets. Can't forget what the fourteen, <laughs> 14 targets. targets. Uh but yeah, confidence CMC, of course. Um on the Buck side. Yeah, Tom Brady has been he's you know, gotten games where he's gotten getting passing yards, you know, had two forty three last week, three fifty one the previous week. Uh, but he's only had one game over one touchdown. So he's gotta get the touchdowns up. Hopefully he can, you know, that can happen this week. Um but I still think, yeah, he's more in that uh, high in QB2 territory right now, QB15 range, QB12. Uh, on, you know, Leonard Fournette, though, RB1, running game's been so good. They really didn't, you know, need need, need to rely on him, but maybe they do to get some wins. Uh, and then as far as the – I mean, he was yelling at his O-line last week, so O-line probably has been really helping him. Uh, Mike Evans, wide receiver one. Chris Godwin, wide receiver two. Uh, and, yeah, I do like Kate Allen as – Whoever that tight end is in the Tampa Bay Bucks offense is going to get looks, going to get targets. So if K. Don starting, I'm, I'm playing him. I agree. And and when is Brady not yelling at anybody? That's somebody. That's true. Right? He's always yelling at somebody. Yeah, if it's not the uh, tablet, it's his player. Yeah, right. He's gone through like three tablets already. It's, yeah, you know, it's not a player. It's a coach. <laughs> it's not the coach. It's the ref. It's not the ref, it's Marshawn Lattimore. So anyway, uh everyone, we def- we definitely appreciate you kicking it with us on this Thursday evening. Uh yes, obviously sir. started a little bit later than than we normally appreciate you for listening. Uh just make sure you subscribe, you like, comment review all that good stuff um and again we we appreciate you and we will catch y'all on saturday when we break down the 4 p.m games break down our starts of the week and play some get money where we're tied right now three three go crazy stuff uh and we do have a taekwon thornton wandel robinson bet apparently so there we go yes sir see that and uh greg did you know that at a halftime of this game, we had more total points in that game than we did the two last games. Wow. Crazy. Crazy, crazy those stuff. Two big sixes. I'm saying. Whoever got those started Arizona's defense. Oh, man. Uh, wait, till you open, wait till you open up the CBS app, Greg, because it's our opponent. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh. I'm definitely not opening up now. <laughs> 
I was like, oh, we have Taysom Hill. He has Cardinals defense. Like, this is great. Taysom Hill scores. That's that's bad for them. Yeah, also bad for us, apparently. Uh, anyway, that is all we got. We'll catch y'all on Saturday. Make sure y'all tap in. It'll be Saturday morning. Uh, but yeah, just make sure you tap in. And have a good one, everybody. We're out of here. Peace. Bye. Uh...